make it be. You know it. That's why you have the countdown show in the big room. All right, I'll see you around. Good morning, Henry. Morning, Roy. Who were you talking to? That was Casey Kasem, whom I passed in that glossy hallway. Oh. Uh, we stood by that lit trophy case, full of the bric-a-brac and award stuff of yesteryear. Right. He pointed to my headshot and said, I was number one. <laughs> nice. I said, oh? And he said, yeah, holding fast for six weeks. That's a little bit of a thrill. That's a big old compliment from a chart man. Yeah, he says that to a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure he throws that number one thing around, you know, to this fella or such. Right. Yeah, he knows his effect on folks. His job is to make people happy. It's still full of so much honor, though. But six weeks, Henry. Right. My heavens. My pillows and stars. That's something. Must be nice. Well, I could repay that to you. I'm a voice man. Really, Roy? All right. Ah. Coming in at number one for the seventh week in a darn row is Henry Francis Tottenham with all his incredible session stuff inside the soundproof glassed-off booth area here at the Voice Actors Guild in Los Angeles, California, 1981. I'm putting that on my sizzle reel. So how's your love life, sports chief? Not that sizzling. Oh, I see. I've seen more loving days. Well, that's normal. Yeah? Getting booted from the boyfriend department must sting. It's stingy. It must. It does. That's its role. I know. A sting roll of outrageousness. I just need about a month to mope. No, that's groovy. Like four weeks of sighing. But at the 30-day mark, yeah? you must begin to wander amongst the unattached lady folks of Los Angeles. Where where are these ladies? How hard could it be? I see ladies most everywhere. I don't. Maybe not at the dunes. Why should ladies avoid the dunes? The dunes, Henry. Yeah. The dunes. They're beautiful. The dunes, Henry. Come on, get real. Why do all the good ones hate the sand dunes? Oh, you tell me, Henry. You tell me. No, you tell me, Roy. Is this a corner? Is this a corner? Yeah. A meeting ladies aged 30 corner. Could it be, please? Corner. A corner. Oh, a corner, perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps a corner. Perhaps, Roy, please? All right, you got it. Here comes some hot uh, background music. Welcome to How to Meet Ladies, aged 30. Please tell me. A number three place. I'm going to go in reverse order, Henry. All right, I'm writing this down. Three. Number three. Your local bank branch. Bank branch. Just got to get in there. Get in line. A three-month CD is like 18%. That place is half-single women, approximately aged 30. Oh, my favorite. And these ladies, Henry? Yes? They have a hell of a curly hairdo. Go on. Beige purses with fringe and medium straps. For real single? Oh, Henry, rest assured, these ladies are looking for love. They have no rings upon their fingers, and their checks just have one name on them, and their addresses are oftentimes just a unit. These are single apartment ladies, age 30. And they're serious about love and finance. And they're good with money because they're in their local branch. Are the fluorescent lights a bit harsh? Well, I find the lighting very soothing at the Atwater Village branch. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Soothing lighting. All right, number two. All right, where are these ladies at, Roy? Find yourself a fern bar. Come again? A fern bar, Henry. A fern bar. You know the place. Oh? It's as dim as a cave, and there's plants everywhere. Oh. Tiffany lamps and brass rails. Yeah, a fern bar, okay. You can make eye contact with a lady with feathery brown hair. Right. And then you just coolly reach over and grab a leaf from a spider plant and stir your Tom Collins with it. Okay. Just a heck of a carpeted bar. 
Yeah. And they do sticks of mozzarella with dipping sauce. It's, you know, mostly ladies. TGIF. Yeah, get in there. You'll have your pick of them. Ladies' night sounds like more like man's morning. And Henry, the number one place to meet a single lady, age 30. Uh-huh. Your local park. Ah. The thing to do there is to get yourself a kite. Okay. Doesn't have to be expensive. Oh, great. Once aloft, it won't be long because passerbys will compliment you. I hope so. And amongst those complimenters will be single ladies. Well, that works for me. And if you see a single lady of your pleasing, yeah, you just give that kite string an extra muscly tug. Can do. Oh, perhaps a grunt of sky command, like you're really piloting this beast, and oh boy, <laughs> it's great. Okay, uh, what kind of kites are we talking here? A butterfly kite. And if they're out? A rainbow kite. Radical. All set? Yeah. Good corner. Yeah, great corner. So what do I see piling up on that teletype machine? Oh. The pages? Yeah, we got some stuff to work on. All right. Get you warmed up, Roy? Roy? H. Pomeroy. What's that H stand for? The H stands for nice try. Great. Can I get another Roy H. Pomeroy? Roy H. Pomeroy. Ooh, 5.0. Oh, baby. That's uh, what I like to hear upon my headphones. So you ready to get started? Oh, this is um, scary stuff here as I review these notes. Yeah, Knott's Berry Farm, Haunted House. Monster material. Yeah, it's, it's Halloween. I've never been the voice of a haunted house. A haunted house? Yeah, haunted house. This is a house with, like, blood walls and such? Yeah, blood walls, but it's it's all for charity. Oh, for charity. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes it less scary, because you know the money's going to a good cause. Yeah, it's a ton of blood, but it's for the March of Dimes. Henry, do you have any spooky time background music of note? Uh, yeah, let me find it. Something to give us a spook or fright. Yeah, stand by. Something bone-chilling. Okay. And bone-rattling. Yeah, hold on. Musculoskeletal issues. How's this, Roy? All right, Henry, we are about to enter a very dark mind space, the theater of the mind, and I don't want you to become too frightened. Okay, deep breath. (sighs) Yeah, just keep repeating to yourself, this is not real. Right. It's an illusion. Okay. An illusion, Henry. It's an illusion. All right, here we go. We are rolling. Ladies and gentle monsters, come one and come all if you dare to Knott's Berry Farm's annual charity, Haunted House. There's at least five Draculas going at all times, so you're bound to get a cape swished at you. This old-time monster mansion has everything. A grandfather clock with glow-in-the-dark eyes. A fireplace that suddenly turns on. The huge moans of a Frankenstein. All proceeds go to the March of Dimes, who are stamping out the real-world monsters and spooks. Childhood blindness. And the warning, any objections? No, it's good. It's good they're doing a warning. Great. It's just information. All right, rolling. Warning. This haunted house situation is very scary to children, and there is a blood area that can become quite slippery to those with poor tread or unsuitable footwear and stuff like sandals. There's also a a strobe light. All the blood and fangs and wolf sounds, these are make-believe things. These are supposed to be fun. It's supposed to give you a fun thrill or a cool fright. The only thing that's real at the Knott's Berry Farm Charity Haunted House is the fun you'll have. And of course, the mummies. Mummies are real. Mummies are false, Roy. Nope, they're real. Moving on. Okay, evil laugh. Evil laugh. Evil laugh. Evil laugh. I don't like those. Oh? No, I don't think I find anything funny about evil time stuff. It's for charity. How about I just give him a subtle laugh, more of a chuckle? We can try it. Yeah, banality of evil chuckle. You drive a hard bargain. All right, here comes a very subtle evil laugh. (laughs) 
How is that? I think it's able to be accepted. Acceptable. All right. Yeah. All right. They can take or leave it. I mean, I know what they're looking for. I just don't want to give it to them. I don't do those big evil laughs. Kasem does. No, there's people for that. Yeah. There's professional evil laughers. Like, like Vincent Price? Well, Vincent Price's evil laugh is actually kind of just fun. He's got a fun evil laugh. He's in on the joke. He could have fooled me. When Vincent Price does his evil laugh, it's more of like, can you believe I'm getting paid to be doing this? You dressing up for Halloween this year, Roy? Yeah, we do dress up. The both of us. Oh? Couples costume. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. What do you and Elizabeth dress up as? Morticia and Gomez Adams. Naturally. And what do you pass out? Homemade popcorn balls. That's what Elizabeth makes. And I wrap them in these little pumpkin things, these little plastic bag pumpkin things. We pass those out. A lot of people just leave bowls out. Yeah, you gotta dress up if you're running for block captain of the Atwater Village. You sit by the door every time it dings. Mm-hmm. And you can mention your candidacy for block captain. Block number 17. And of course, we used to go out to parties. Yeah, I do still. What do you do? What do the young folks do? I dress up in an ironic costume. Oh. Reagan's tax cuts. Ironic Halloween costume. It's funny. That's no good, Henry. You can't do that. You can't get away with that. Everybody's doing it. Oh, I don't approve. I have a tax form and scissors. High concept Halloween costumes that take 10 minutes to explain, and it's just a bunch of in-jokes or some sort of sarcastic stuff. No, thank you. I'm going to drink three beers. Well, call me old-fashioned, but I like witches and ghouls. Gee, Roy, I guess you're right about ghouls. Henry, there's one more place that you could meet a hell of a 30-year-old lady. Oh, where's that? It's called the Whale Rock. Reservoir at the Pomeroy Fishing Camp in San Luis Obispo this weekend, this Saturday. This Saturday, Roy? Well, Henry, I have a wonderful niece that you should meet. She's a veterinarian. Well, I had a party, but do go on. She cares for the cats and dogs. Okay. She lives near Redondo Beach. Oh, that's actually close to me. Best part, Henry, I asked her how she felt about the sport of roller skating, and she told me that roller skating is for fools. Oh, I forgot. I can't do lunch today. I have a dentist appointment. Righteous.